Hey, it's Mike Crawford. Welcome to the Young Jerks Podcast. I hate to say it. I hate doing this. I do it all the time. Told you so. Governor Baker is not our friend. How many times do I have to say it for this cannabis community, the media, the business people, the advocates, the medical folks? He's not our friend. Governor Baker today decided with really no input from anyone in cannabis, not even the Cannabis Control Commission didn't even seem to know, he decided to ban vaporizers today. Van all cannabis and nicotine flavored and unflavored vaporizers, vapes are now banned effective right now. It just was announced this afternoon. Massachusetts for four months will not have vaporizers. Stores that are open will probably have to close. Can you imagine if you open a vape store in Massachusetts where they're popping up all over the place now you have to close because you can't sell for four months because Governor Baker put a freeze on all vape sales in Massachusetts. We're going to talk about that tonight as well as a lot more Young Jerks. First, we're going to play Governor Nitwit, the guy that raises beers all across Massachusetts. The guy who said that cannabis couldn't be legal in Massachusetts because he was worried about the message it would send to kids. Meanwhile, before and after, during every which way, he campaigned at bar rooms, raising his 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 drinks, raising his beer, raising his Guinness. This man is a hypocrite, and he's also a nanny state. Every vice is wrong, apparently, but his. Tonight, that and more. We're gonna also going to give you some advice on what you can do to get around this vape ban. That and much more. First, we're going to play the clip from just about two hours ago from Governor Charlie Baker. We'll be right back, young jerks. Good afternoon. Today, I'm officially declaring a public health emergency in the Commonwealth due to severe lung disease associated with the use of e-cigarettes and marijuana-infused vaping products. I'm requesting that the Public Health Council order a four-month temporary ban on the sale of all vaping products in retail establishments online and through any other means effective immediately. This order prohibits the sale of all devices all non-flavored and flavored vaping products, including mint and menthol, and all THC or marijuana vaping products in the Commonwealth. Cases of illness are being reported not only for e-cigarettes, which contain nicotine, but also for marijuana vaping products. For this reason, the four-month prohibition is for all vaping products. The Department of Public Health and local boards of health working with law enforcement, will be charged with enforcing this ban. I'm declaring this public health emergency because medical and disease control experts have been tracking a rapidly increasing number of vaping-related illnesses that in some cases have led to death. We as a Commonwealth need to pause sales in order for our medical experts to collect more information about what is driving these life-threatening vaping-related illnesses. We also need to better understand the inherent dangers of vaping both nicotine and marijuana. With all this information, we can then develop a set of targeted measures in response. 
It's also unclear what types of additives, including flavoring or other substances, or parts of the device are causing these health problems. The Federal Centers for Disease Control and the Food and Drug Administration continue to investigate a multi-state outbreak of severe lung disease associated with vaping products. And Massachusetts is not immune to this detrimental disease. In fact, 41% of all youth in Massachusetts in 2017 reported trying e-cigarettes, and one in five reported they use e-cigarettes regularly. Earlier this month, the Department of Public Health mandated that physicians immediately report any unexplained vaping-associated pulmonary disease to the department. As of last night, 61 cases have been reported to the Department of Public Health, and the department has reported five cases to the CDC. So far, three cases have been confirmed as being caused by vaping. Late Friday, we convened a group of pulmonary doctors and pediatric experts from Massachusetts to share what they have observed with their patients, especially young people, and their concerns for the trajectory of vaping-related lung disease. You will hear from two of them in a few minutes. What I heard was deeply troubling. The potency of nicotine vaping pods is much higher than traditional cigarettes, and this vaping-related illness can and is happening quickly. For e-cigarettes, an individual can become addicted to nicotine quickly. A single pod can contain as much nicotine as an entire pack of cigarettes. In both nicotine and marijuana-infused vaping products, there could be other substances in the pods that are harmful to our lungs. There have been cases reported where an individual becomes hospitalized within two weeks of use. One of the experts said, quote, that we don't have time to wait, people are getting sick, and the time to act is now, close quote. I couldn't agree more. While this four-month temporary ban is in effect, we will wait for the Federal Center for Disease Control to analyze the cases they are currently tracking. Our Department of Public Health will also continue to work with medical providers to review cases of this illness here in the Commonwealth. Medical and disease control experts are still learning more about why nicotine and marijuana-infused vaping products are causing significant harm. With more information, we can then consider legislative action, new regulations, or whatever other tools we need to pursue available at our disposal. E-cigarette usage is exploding, and it's clear there's a very real danger to the population. This temporary ban will allow state government and medical providers the time they need to understand the dangers and respond accordingly. Finally, the administration is committed to increasing the availability of cessation resources and the capacity of the Massachusetts Smokers Helpline, a free service that offers connections for people looking to quit using tobacco or vaping products. You'll hear more on that and other resources from Health and Human Services Secretary Mary Lou Sutter. Hi, it's Mike Crawford. Welcome back, young jerks. Tonight we're going to discuss Governor Baker and this vape ban out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. September 24th, we heard about it. And today it has been acted, enacted a vaporizer ban in the state of Massachusetts statewide for cannabis and nicotine products. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the ramifications on this what you might want to do to uh, 
you know, some, some, some advice to consumers, whether you're a medical patient or uh, someone who uses nic- nicotine vapes. I'm going to talk about that and some of the reaction uh, from some of the public servants on this and uh, what we hope to see. Uh, this is The Young Jerks. We are live every Sunday. You can reach us on our Facebook page. My name is Mike Crawford. I am the host. We're in the middle of a political season, so we've been covering quite a bit of politics, but we want to get into this today. Uh, Governor Charlie Baker, which is a huge political story, too. Don't kid yourself. This has political ramifications statewide. He has basically just put a lot of small businesses out of business. I don't know how any small business can just shut down for four months. Uh, we're talking about the, this vape ban. Uh, a lot of vape stores have recently opened in Massachusetts legally. They have storefronts. I don't know how they can hold on uh, paying storefront rent for the next four months without any sales. Uh, Charlie Baker has temporarily suspended. And when we say temporarily, we don't know if they'll ever be allowed again. We don't know what's going to happen after the four months. So there's a lot of uncertainty as well. Definitely would not want to be a vape shop owner right now. I really feel bad for those folks. I wonder if some of them are going to protest, uh, if there'll be any rallies. We are definitely interested in telling your stories and supporting you, uh, rallying our community. We're sick and tired of Charlie Baker. Charlie Baker was the one who changed the cannabis law and made it worse. And the reason why many medical patients are now starting to travel up to the state of Maine. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about tonight is that you don't just have to uh, go to Charlie Baker stores. If you have a medical cannabis card in Massachusetts, you can actually drive up to the state of Maine that has the best medical cannabis program, I think, on the East Coast. And it's just amazing, the product, the selection, the prices, uh, the storefronts. The storefronts are like in gas stations. It's nothing fancy. It doesn't look like an Apple store like you find in Massachusetts. But once you get inside... And you see the product and the selection and the prices and the craft product. There's no going back. Massachusetts has, has been failing. They're putting out a big commercial uh, product like Budweiser-like medical product. It's supposed to be medical cannabis, but it's it's a Budweiser-like product for high, sky-high prices. A lot of patients are getting the... Uh, you know, getting gouged is basically what we've been talking about for months. We weren't happy with the way that Charlie Baker changed the legalization law because we felt that her patients, uh, we've been talking about that. We just recently put out another podcast on that actually about how Charlie Baker and Bob DeLeo are the reason for the cannabis bribery corruption in Fall River and how their solution will actually create more bribery but no one in the Boston media or even among the advocates of uh, Massachusetts seemed to want to talk about that. But again, here we are talking about Charlie Baker. And the reason we're talking about Charlie Baker, I feel like, is because the cannabis community hasn't spoken out about Charlie Baker in the way that they should. And that means real protest, real actions. People need to, to let this gentleman know that this is not right. Because basically they put a lot of businesses out today. They've also uh, affected medical cannabis patients because there's not enough product in medical cannabis in Massachusetts. That's why the product prices are ridiculous. That's why there's not enough options. Uh, and now they've just basically probably thrown out 25% of the product, threw it in the trash and said, you can't use that anymore for the next four months. So that means 20 to 25% of the customers are now going to all be buying the same product, which is flour. 
And that means the flour prices are probably going to go up even higher in Massachusetts. There's going to be even more, you know, less of a selection, less, less, less quality. It's already been a problem. So you added that into it. This is what Charlie Baker does, the unintended consequences. We want to hear from you too if there's unintended consequences. But number one thing we're recommending for medical cannabis patients, get a car to Massachusetts and go up to some of the caregiver shops up in the state of Maine. Uh, I go to uh, Green Thumb up in Kittery, uh, Maine. It's unbelievable. I love it there. Uh, There's many other places with even better prices from what I hear the further north you drive. for uh, people who are going to be looking for uh, jewels and tobacco, uh, if you're looking for you know pods, things like that of tobacco, you can still go to New Hampshire and purchase. Uh, the only thing I would warn against is the taxes. Uh, taxes in uh, New Hampshire are much less, and Massachusetts frowns you uh, purchasing in the state of New Hampshire and not paying your taxes. So technically, you're supposed to keep track of everything you buy up in New Hampshire and pay your taxes on your mass income tax later. Uh, so if you do go up there, either keep good records or maybe pay in cash <laughs> so the state of Massachusetts can't tr- trace it. Uh, again, uh, and, and for people up that are driving up to Maine as well, I got to make sure that you're aware of the law as well there. Uh, legally, uh, you're federally not allowed to transport, uh, bring your medical cannabis back to the state of Massachusetts. But I don't think um, there's going to be any federal cases of, of, you know, against you if you were to do so. So that those are the laws. Those are the precautions uh, you should be aware of. You know, just want to make sure everyone's aware. Um, but if you have any questions on any of this, you can definitely contact us directly. We can talk more about this offline. Uh, I also want to mention the Young Jerks. Um, we take phone calls and voicemails. We take live phone calls on our live show on Sundays. We also take messages here on our Anchor app, anchor.fm. Uh, We take one-minute voicemail messages, and we did get a message about Charlie Baker this week from another host of another podcast, Uh, so we're going to play that to close the show, Um, and we are also want to make sure that you're aware that we're here every Sunday's our live show as well on our Facebook page, The Young Jerks. Um, To leave tonight, I I just want to read some of the uh, different folks that have commented on Charlie Baker's uh, vape ban. Uh, number one is uh, Shalene Title. Uh, she's a cannabis control commissioner in Massachusetts right now. She writes, this is a terrible decision, purposely pushing people into the illicit market, per- precisely where the dangerous products are, goes against every principle of public health and harm reduction. It is dangerous, short-sighted, and undermines the benefits of legal regulation. And she is correct on that. It's much easier to trace outbreaks and and what products are wrong if they're uh, from a legal store and you know the source, you're able to source it back. Uh, Unlike uh, the illicit market where it's much harder to trace back and especially with all the counterfeit. There's been a lot of counterfeiting uh, going on out there in the cannabis space, especially uh, with the illicit uh, vape cartridges. And a lot of times they're not even the product you think they are. They've, they've uh, just printed up a label and slapped it on there. And it's not even the product. It's totally different. Sometimes poison even. Um, that seems to be a lot of uh, what's happened with this vape illness. Uh, and sending people away from uh, legal dispensaries, even though I've been saying the product's too expensive. And I don't think the product's that good. 
at least you know who you're getting it from, what it is. And if there is an issue, you can trace back and look at the specific ingredients in that batch. Much harder to do in the illicit market. Um, so I think Shaleen title is right on the mark. And I think uh, Governor Baker is wrong. And this is another reason why it's basically going to drive a lot more people uh, to both drive north, which I talked about, to New Hampshire or Maine, depending on uh, what, what, what you're looking to purchase. But it's also going to uh, drive probably the larger majority to the illicit market, especially for cannabis. I want to read a couple more of these. Uh, Dr. Peter Grinspoon. He's a Harvard medical doctor. His father is world famous Dr. Lester Grinspoon, uh, marijuana reconsidered. He's well known, an author, world famous, one of the first medical doctors in America to embrace medical cannabis, probably in the world. So he is the son. Uh, he's uh, had his own opiate uh, addiction issues in the past, and he's spoken about it, and he writes about it often, and he was on Twitter. He's an expert. He's also a medical doctor with Harvard uh, University as well. So I'm going to read uh, Peter Grinspoon. He writes, uh, Baker declares public health emergency, orders four-month ban on all vaping products. Bad move, just going to cause mayhem for patients, both those trying to quit tobacco and those using cannabis products. Good for illicit market, though. So that's Dr. Grinspoon. Both of them um, seem to acknowledge that this was going to only help the illicit market. Uh, very interesting uh, take from both of them, uh, which basically everyone on Twitter was agreeing with. It seemed like, you know... From what we're seeing already, the response, we've also held a poll on our Twitter page. Uh, in a couple hours, we've had over 150 people vote on it. Uh, at this point, it's 65% are saying that this is a big mistake on Baker's part. Even higher, actually, if you include uh, the folks that are just going to go to New Hampshire, Maine. That was also a poll option. So a lot of people are not happy. AAF also had their own Twitter poll. Uh, they got similar results. Two-thirds are not happy with the, this decision by Governor Baker. That's at least on Twitter, the results you're seeing on Twitter. Um, and you're also seeing a lot of comments, tons of comments, a lot of comments on all the media accounts that are reporting this. And the 99% of the comments are negative against Charlie Baker, uh, both from a business perspective, but for fear mongering. People are not happy about this. You can see it. The only folks that seem to be happy are the the few anti-marijuana health health nuts that you see out there. They're just, you know, the same reefer madness people who think that uh, cannabis is the worst thing for your health and opiates are okay, though. <laughs> uh, then we had Britt McBride. She's also a cannabis control commissioner. Unlike Shaleen Title, she's not someone that I usually uh, support the, the tweets and policies of. She's someone that... Uh, is definitely law enforcement driven. Let's put it that way. Uh, she writes, uh, re responding to Dan Adams, um, he's, Dan Adams is reporting about the Mass Cannabis Control Commission this morning gave final approval to, approval to marijuana delivery services, which are expected to begin operations next year. She writes, next we need to go after illicit, and she puts this in quotation mark, businesses, that undermine our regulated system and will take money out of the pockets of delivery licenses and micro biz. Oh, and serve as an outlet for dangerous vapes. So she wants to crack down. She wants law enforcement to bust up these folks. And it seems like Governor Baker is uh, setting, up, setting that up quite nicely for her. 
and the law enforcement side, maybe that's what this is about. Maybe they just want everyone to go back to the black market even more so that they can make more busts and shut the whole program down. I'm going to tell you something. I don't trust Britt McBride, McBride, even though she did, uh, it seems like, you know, does seem to support these uh, marijuana delivery services. Great. That's her job as a cannabis control commissioner. Wow. Pat herself on the back. But she also seems to want to bust people a lot. She does talk about that on her Twitter page a lot. Uh, She seems to uh, pretend that she cares about people of color and minorities, but then she wants to bust people. Gee, I wonder who those people might be. Um, and, and just to leave tonight, I just want to make the reminder. Governor Baker is not our friend. Governor Baker is not our friend. And we we need to get this guy out. He's got over, our, you know, the highest approval rates in Massachusetts is it's ridiculous. It's because the local media lets them get away with all the crap we're talking about. And when they let him get away with it for cannabis that we talked about, when he changed the law and no one in the media even recognizes that anymore, that the problem in cannabis that we've all been bitching about for the last how many years is because of Governor Baker. No one has put two and two together except for us. And now it's in everyone's face with this ban. This is going to affect cannabis businesses. This is going to affect all all kinds of businesses in Massachusetts. But it's also going to affect consumers and patients. Some of the things we've laid out. If you want to uh, tell us your story and how it affects you, definitely you can do so. Leave a uh, voice message on our Anchor app, anchor.fm. Or reach out on our social media. We're at The Young Jerks on Twitter as well as Facebook. You can also... Uh, call us on our live show on Sundays. Uh, that's also live on our Facebook page, The Young Jerks. All right, uh, Mike Crawford checking out. I think I have hit everything. We're going to close out uh, with Dan, and he's going to tell us more about what he feels about Governor Baker. Stick around. Stick with us. If you haven't, subscribe. Like us on iTunes. Follow us. We are going to do much more on Governor Baker over the next coming months. Governor Charlie Baker, uh, who likes to toast Guinness while telling all the rest of us that cannabis is a bad example. Young Jerks, checking out. Hey, Mike. Uh, Dan Scotland here from the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. Um, great um, episode about um, the host agreements and the corruption that's going on. Um, I just feel that, like, the, the rot runs very, very deep. Um, it just feels like the, the media here feels that they, they give Charlie Baker glowing coverage all the time. And he's like the, he's like the golden boy. Like, he, it's as if he can never do any wrong. Um, again, you're, you're, you're correct that we need to put more pressure on our media to, to cover the corruption that he's and the speaker are participating in. Um, we just need to mount more pressure and make it known that they work for us and not the other way around. Thank you and have a good one. Peace. Every day, Their Life's here to help you live a higher quality of life. The massive product selection at their Wareham dispensary features superior quality flour, vapes, edibles, and more, all derived from locally sourced growers. Experience unparalleled customer service from experts whose knowledge will help you become smarter about your options. Located 10 minutes from the Bourne Bridge, make Verilife Wareham your last stop on the way to the Cape. 
Reserve an order through Leafly, and you'll be on your way in no time. Open seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. The good vibes start at Verilife.